Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hello and welcome to the Q&A segment. Hello and welcome back. It is Wednesday, April 20th, 2022. And I'm trying to figure out how to, (laughs) I am always trying to figure out how to use various technologies. And this is another one. I mean, trying to get myself together with this Zoom and I just clicked off stuff and next thing you know, I can't find it anymore. Okay, I'm getting it. All right. This is a Q&A segment, which I'm going to make a little more than a Q&A segment because there's some things I want to say before I ask, uh, I say the question that was sent to me and I answer the question. So first, I want to say that um, I will be, which I have been saying, I will be uploading certain books from um, Prophecy. And I think it's important because we need to know some end time prophecy. Now, I I have um, deciphered a couple of things on the platform library and you can go check them out. Now, this is what I wanna say in regards to the platform library. Um, I always refer to it because there's a lot of things that I've done and there's, well, I'm not gonna say a lot of books but there's enough books that I uploaded that I want you to reference. So, how I do everything is I put a date on everything. When I first upload the information, I put a date on it and there's a season and a lesson. Okay. Cause some people ask me questions about that. They say, well, how are we, um, how are we supposed to know? And a lot of times they go by the title, but if you notice there's a date there. Okay. And then there is a title of whatever's going to be presented, like a scriptural book or a scriptural jewel or a daily lesson. So you can refer to the date, what is called scriptural book, scriptural jewel, daily lesson, or guest lesson, scriptural guest lesson. So I have that, even the Q&A segment, I have that. And then there are um, seasons. This is the second season. It'll be almost a year in June that we've been doing this online. So um, this is the second season. However, if you notice, a lot of the first season is not there. And there's a reason for that. Maybe I'll tell you one day. Well, I guess I'll tell you now. Um, It was a little raw in the beginning. Like I said, you know, when people are doing things, when people start doing things, they... um, then, you know, they have a certain structure. Some people may have a certain structure of doing things and some people just jump right in and do stuff. Mine was a little of both. My, um, my situation was, okay, well, you know, some people want a Bible study. And like I said, you know, I disclosed a while ago that a lot of people, I, I didn't believe that a lot of people believed that I was I actually am knowledgeable about the scriptures. Now, I'm not going to say I know everything because nobody knows everything about the scriptures. But um, I know enough to teach you. I know enough to decipher certain books. I know enough to be able to guide you. And that's what I believe. Um, I was, um, I believe that's what my gift is. Because the Most High said that he's going to pour out his spirit and people are going to be doing a lot of things. So I believe that's what it is. Um, along with spiritual discernment, which I call common sense. A lot of people don't have. So um, when I started doing the first season, it was really raw because I'm going to tell you about the truth. 
when you learn the truth and you don't have, like you're, you're walking with the Ruach and you learn the truth, a lot of emotions come into your head, a lot. When I say a lot, I mean a lot. And the first one, I'm talking about the children of Israel, the true children of Israel, when they find out who they are, they're angry, they're pissed, they are because they understand that they was fooled. They understand that, that all of the things that their forefathers did, they understand what's happening to them, their brethren, and what is going to happen in the future. This is what the Ruach um, allows them to understand. So yeah, there was a lot of emotions, raw emotions. Now, when did I find out who I was? It wasn't last year. Mm -mm. And that was season one. It was not last year. It was before that. Um, and it was actually maybe four or five years when I started seeing things and understanding things. Like I said before, when I found out it was me, when I found out that I was um, a part of Yahuda, it was miserable. I felt like it was miserable simply because I know all of the things that's happened. Like you could connect what is happening to my brethren with who the children of Israel are. I mean, you could connect it to the letter, thick, duck, thick, duck, duck, like, like that. Just the dots, 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 dots. You can connect it. All of the things that's happening to them, what people do to them, what they're doing to themselves, um, the food that they're eating, how they're getting sick, all of those things. And even those who are believing in um, certain things, you know, they're getting certain favor. Like you can see it all. And a lot of emotions go through your head. And it's hard to put it in perspective until the Ruach really gets to you. Now, like I said, um, there's a difference between regular human carnal knowledge and epinosis. Now the, the Ruach brings epinosis, which is spiritual knowledge. And carnal knowledge, this is scriptural. It says it puffs up. Now everybody wants to know knowledge. Everybody wants to know something so that they can have one up on somebody else. So knowledge is power. That's what they say. So carnal knowledge is power because you know something that somebody else doesn't and you have a heads up or one up on somebody else because you know certain things. But Spiritual knowledge knows all carnal things because it's higher than carnal knowledge. So when you're walking with the Ruach, you're still in the beginning, you're still in carnal knowledge and the Ruach is trying to get you to a place to move forward. But you're still trying to grapple with the earthly stuff and now you know something spiritual and it's tripping you out. So that's what happens when, you, when the Ruach starts dealing with you it is hard, it's tough. So you're trying to put this earthly knowledge in perspective of who you are, why you're in the situation you're in, what's been happening, how many lies the devil and his children and followers told you and how stupid you were to believe it. This is what went through my mind. A lot of people that I've spoken to, they said they cried. I did too, I, out of anger, out of, pure um feeling like a fool and 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 um having to continue to be in that wallowing in the silliness or the senselessness of the situation now the difference between being um holy walking with the ruach and one foot in um carnal knowledge and one foot in the ruach is the self-control because the fruit of the spirit is what yeah, um, I'm going to say Yahusha gives you, but Yahusha does give it to you. But the Ruach gives you to control yourself and not get your emotions all in an uproar because so many things is happening currently and what has happened and transpired in the past. So you're able to put that stuff into perspective. So like I said, um, when you're walking in Ruach, you do get a lot of stuff that you were never privy to and you're able to handle it once the Ruach is really dealing with you. So that's why a lot of people can't see stuff. A lot of people can't 
hear stuff because most I said you're in carnal knowledge you continue to wallow in carnality which is the devil's realm and I can't deal with you like that so when I do touch you because he is waking up the sense when I do wake you up I got to make sure that you are sparring like an athlete you got to get ready say like oh okay I want to be a runner I want to be a triathlon runner what do you do you got to start eating properly. You got to start focusing. You got to start running. You got to prepare yourself for that triathlon. So that's what the Ruach does. And before he gets you to a place that he needs to get you so he can give you all this spiritual information, you're going to be in some pain because getting up early in the morning is painful for somebody who never did. Uh, walking for long periods of time or getting your body into a certain um, physical uh, fitness regimen and physically fit is hard and it hurts. So these things have to be in order for you to get in tip-top shape for the rock to be able to give you what you need. So um, I say that to say, that that first season, it was raw. It was, um, it was aggressive, I would say. It was aggressive because people were, um, I was giving information and people that never heard this information was receiving it and it was angry. And I kind of, uh, I'm not gonna say I felt fed into it, but I agreed and I allowed that to happen. So, um, that was the first season. And I pulled a lot of the first season out because um, uh, it was raw. I would just say that because I can go into another spiel, but it was raw. And as I am moving people into a certain alignment, I have to give you certain things so that you can move forward and be able to want to delve into the scriptures so that you can get this epinosis from the Ruach. And until then, you will have these raw emotions simply because you're going to learn the truth. And the truth is not fun. It's not happy. It's none of that. It's um, devastating. It is um, stressful. It is, it makes you feel powerless. It does because of who you are and what's happening. And that's what the Ruach says. Well, not the Ruach. That's what the Most High says. The Most High says it and Yahushua says it. So um, you kind of have to um, be patient and let um your willingness to learn and your willingness to hear the most high flow. You have to allow that to flow. As I said before, you have to um, seek him, be in the word, hear the word, be able to be taught by the word. But before you can learn the word in its entirety and what it means to your soul, it's not going to be easy. It's going to hurt. It is going to hurt. Mm -hmm. It is. And if you stop it from hurting it, then you're not going to learn it. So after that initial hurt, it'll be a spiritual scar and you'll remember that scar. And you, every time you remember it, you will see and know that that's the time that I learned really who I am, not in this fleshly coat, but who I am in the soul and the spirit that, um, that um, animates me and who I belong to. And that within itself is heavy. Because a lot of people walk around and they just, they don't believe it. They don't know it. They're in delusion. I already told you. And it's tough. So like I said, in regards to the platform library, I have different things. It's by date. It's by um, title, scriptural book, um, Q&A segment, uh, scriptural guest lesson, daily lessons, like that. So you can always find what you need. Now, I will be um, putting certain books in, as I said, and when I made my last announcements um, on Tuesday, um, I will be putting these uh, prophetic books in. 
some of them are of the scriptures, which they call the Bible, and some of them aren't, but they connect, and that's why I'm doing it. Um, I was thinking, should I put them all in one? And that would be like five or six hours. And I didn't know whether that would be intimidated, uh, intimidating to some people. So this is what I thought. I thought that I will continue to um, name the lesson the second season, and it's number 58, lesson 58. So there will be four or five number 58s simply because it belongs in one. I did not want to compile so many things up and overwhelm people because that's what you do. Because different readers are reading and it's a lot. So if I um, put them in separate, but put them in the same um, lesson, like season two, because this is season two and lesson 58. So it will be, like I said, four or five things in lesson 58 so that you will know it's not lesson 59, it's not lesson 57, it's all, it all belongs to one. So I'm hoping that this is not confusing. You know, the other, the other way is overwhelming. Who wants to sit and listen to something for five or six hours? Because some of them are two hours, some of them are three hours. That's a lot. And I, I don't, you know, I'm not that versed in, um, in um, Spotify. So, you know, where, where does it end and where's the other one begin? Like, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure it out myself. So I'm trying to make it as easy as I believe it is for you. Maybe it's not for those people who are very well, uh, well versed in Spotify. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not. So I'm trying to do the best I can with the knowledge I have in regards to Spotify. So um, that is it with the announcements. It's kind of like a Q&A within itself. But um, <laughs> this is the question. This is the question that I um, was given. Now, this person did not leave a name. But this is what the, um, the question was. Um, how can I believe in things I can't see? Now, <laughs> this is a, um, I'm not going to say that this, this is a fool, foolhardy question. I'm going to say that this is a question that a lot of people have. Many people have these things. And it is a classic um, carnal question. It's classically carnal. And I say it's classically carnal because we take a lot of things for granted. Mm -hmm. And the first thing, because we're carnal beings and we rely on that carnality until we understand that we are much more than that. So the first thing we will say, say is, how can I believe in something I can't see? Meaning, okay, if it's not tangible, if I can't see it, touch it, taste it, or... Um, What's the other one? It's five senses. You understand that. If you know your five senses, then you know. Smell it. If I can't do any of that, then I don't believe it. So how can I believe something and I can't touch it? So <laughs> that's classic. And it's okay for those carnal fleshly beings because I always refer to the matrix. Neil did everything he did every day, every day he was doing the same thing every day, not knowing that there was a different realm or that he was asleep and he was a battery that was um, being charged for a larger entity that was an AI, okay? It was spiritual and it was an AI. And he had no idea it was and neither did anybody else until somebody tapped him and showed him other people on the other side that could move back and forth between two realms. Somebody tapped him on the shoulder and they showed him that he was much more than he um, could wrap his head around. His carnal mind could wrap his head around. So a lot of people say that, how can I believe something I can't see? And it's unfortunate, but it's also a start of something new. So let me take a water break. I say this. Um, this is kind of like a double-edged sword because some people who say that are, um, they're being very sarcastic and they're testing you and that's of the devil. 
And some people are really genuinely trying to understand who they are. So that could be mean that the most high is tapping them because there's only two things happening. Either you're going to move towards the most high or you're not. If you're not moving towards the most high, Yeshua said, then you're not mine. I don't care how many times I explain stuff to you. I don't care what it is. You're not mine. So you wouldn't be able to understand higher things because you are of the devil, which is um, carnal fleshly things. It's only the devil and the most high. That's it. The people in the middle are also of the devil. You can't step one foot in the middle and one foot somewhere else. No, that's of the devil. The most high said, I'm going to spew you out my mouth if you're in the middle or if you um, lukewarm. That's what it is. Either you hot or cold. Okay. You cold of the devil. You hot for the most high. But if you're in the middle, then you're warm and I'm going to spit you out my mouth. So there's no middle because the middle is <laughs> cold for the devil. Okay. So um, I, I, with that spiel, I will say this. This is my answer to you. And I'm going to say the question again. How can I believe in things I can't see? I'm going to read a scripture to you and then I'm going to because um, the scripture is also um, the start of the answer. Now, like I said, there's only two ways you could go. If the most high tap, taps you and you're searching for him, then you're his. Or if you're just being carnal and sarcastic and trying to challenge, and people do do that. And you kind of don't understand or don't know as somebody who's teaching, you don't know which way they are because only the most high knows who he's choosing and who's not. So, I mean, you could get these questions and sometimes, a lot of times when you go to church, you're not going to ask those questions to the, uh, to the pastor because the pastor is either going to ignore you, they're going to move forward somewhere else, or if they're humble enough, they will tell you, um, I don't know what they're going to tell you because a lot of them don't have answers, okay? Um, I know when I was... Um, when I was talking to a pastor, it was actually a bishop. He was answering certain, certain questions. But then when I started getting a rule up, and I believe he did, but um, have a lot of answers for a lot of, for a lot of questions, but not all the questions that I had. Because prior to me going um, and seeking the most high and being in the word, I was also a skeptic. And like I told you, um, many years I was going to churches and I went to many churches and I still wasn't convinced because these people wasn't, they wasn't of the most high. They couldn't answer my question. They couldn't, do, they was nice people. Mm -hmm. They was nice, sweet, all of that. Still couldn't answer my question. I was starving in the church. I was a skeleton. Yes, I was. Uh-huh. So I, I kind of had a question like that too, but it wasn't really like that. It was more um, prove to me, prove it, prove it, prove it. It was like that. It wasn't how can I believe things I don't see? Because I did believe in the most high, I did. But it was kind of like, okay, I believe in him, but he's over there and I don't need him, but I know he's, he's there. I know there is a most high, but you know, I'm still going to live my life. I'm going to do whatever I'm going to do. And that's how it was until I started searching and really, really searching and so many difficulties in my life. I said, it got to be more than this. It got to be more than what's going on because I'm going down. I'm going down like a ship on fire. I am going down. And I believe I heard the most high say, you searching for me? Are you searching for me? Okay, you're going to get me. And I had to get, I had to go through a whole bunch, a lot of things that I didn't understand that I couldn't put piece together. I couldn't do none of that until I could. <laughs> so this is my and like I said, you have to be that sparring athlete. The most high has to bring you through certain things to allow you to reflect on what, what's going on so that you can pinpoint stuff. Because we move through life without um, really looking at things. And this is where the delusion comes in because you're not really looking at it. And I mean, stopping spiritually looking at it with your soul. Look at it. Think about it. We don't do that. We don't do that. Nobody does that. Even in psychology, they say not many people do it. And it's called, um, now it escaped me. It's called, um, uh, oh crap. I'm gonna get it in a minute. But um, um, a lot of people don't look within themselves and really understand what's happening. Really try to piece it together. 
And um, a part of psychology says a lot of people don't do that. Self-actualization, that's what it is. They put a scientific name on it, self-actualization. And that's like a, it's an equivalent of spiritual um, gnosis. That's what it is. But the, the rock has to help you see that. It's kind of like looking inside yourself, moving your spirit out of this um, body and looking at yourself and looking at your situation and trying to put it into perspective. That's what it is like. A lot of people can't do that. Scientifically, it's called um, self-actualization. And it says in the scientific, well, the psychological books, it says not many people do, can do that. And that's the truth because the Ruach has to deal with you in order to be able to see it. Now that's one. Now I'm gonna read this, um, this scripture and it's 1 Corinthians 1, 22 through 24. And it's from the authorized King James version. And I want you to understand what I'm getting ready to say. It says, Shaul wrote this book, who uh, Paul, but his real name is Shaul. Okay, so think about that. Think about how they got Paul from Shaul. And who would name their child Shaul? Uh-huh, uh-huh. And that's just a, a little piece of who the children are, okay? All right, so it says, I'm gonna read it and then I'm gonna break down what I, what I said. Because these books, this remember, the books are changed. And this is a part of the deception of the devil. These books was transcribed from the original Hebrew language. The, what I'm going to say is not what it is in the original Hebrew, but I'm going to break down what it says. And I don't want to keep going left. I really don't want to go left, but I need you to understand that everything you're dealing with is not truthful. So when you come into that quote unquote self-actualization, you'll be able to decipher this. How? From the Ruach. Understand this. Now I'm getting ready to read it. For the Jews, remember, I'm getting ready to break it down. For the Jews require a sign and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach, I'm not never going to say Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach crucified until the Jews a stumbling block and unto the Greeks foolishness. But unto them, which are called both Jews and Greeks, Yeshua, the power of Yahuwah, and the wisdom of Yahuwah. Now, what did I just say? What, they, what I basically said is that, um, first, let me say this. The word Jew, there was no such thing. I already said this before, and I'm going to continue to say it. There was no J's in the United States or anywhere else 500 plus years ago. There was no J's. What they did was they replaced a Y with a J. That's what they did. When you um, when they transferred it from every book, because the first two books that was ever, ever, and do some homework, translated was a German book of uh, the actual Sifa scrolls and a Latin book, the Latin Vulgate. That's where you got Jesus and God and all that stuff from. Yes, it was changed from the original names. Remember, Shaul Paul. Remember that. Don't ever forget it because you you fooled when you read in these words. And I already told you how powerful words are. So the word Jew was never Jew. It's Yahudi. That's what it is. And Yahudi means, and I'm going to say it with the, with the J, Judah. That's what it means. Yahudi means Judah, the children of Judah. Yahudi. It is actually, oh, I'm getting ready to mess it up. Plural. More than one, plural, because it's, it's regularly Yahuda. But because it's pl uh, plural, is more than one, it's Yahudi. That's the original name. So from Yahudi, which is the children of Judah, they got Jews. Is that not um, deceiving you? Is it not deceiving you? Yes, it is. So beyond what I'm saying to you, even Greek, that's not the real name either. And I'm not going to decipher that because that's Greek. But it's basically telling you Yahudi, who was spread all over the four corners of the earth, it says that in many books. Because Yahuda, one of the 12, saw his brother 
Joseph into bondage. So what happened to, what he did to somebody, it came back to him. Remember, the law of sowing and reaping, which I did a lesson on called karma, what you do is coming back to you. That's the law of sowing and reaping from the most high. But people got karma out of that, which is not true. There's no such thing as karma. It's the law of sowing and reaping. Now, karma came from another nation, which everybody else is using. It's just a word that everybody else is using, but it came from, a, a, I'm going to say, a pagan nation. Okay. <clears throat> so the law of sowing and reaping is... Um, the most high will not be mocked. What you sow, you shall reap. It means basically what you do is going to come back to you. What you sow is going to come back to you. Okay. That's what it means. So I say that to say, I'm breaking down this, this um, scripture. It says for Yahudi, they require a, a sign from the most high. I want you to show me something. Just like the question that says, how can I, how can I believe the things I can't see? So this is what Yahudi is saying to the most high. Show me something. Show me that you are who you are. This is what Yahuda, the children of Yahuda, is saying. So it says for Yahuda, they require a sign from the most high. And the Greeks, remember, they got um, they got uh, Yahuda and um, the children itself got um, scattered because the last um, world rulers scattered them, destroyed their land and scattered them. This is history, okay? So they, a lot of them, they, they were uh, ruled by the Greeks and then the Romans. Do some homework, people. So, and it says the Greeks seek after wisdom. Now this is New Testament and the New Testament was written in Hebrew and Greek, okay? Why? Because they was in Greece. And the children were scattered. Okay. The original books was done in Hebrew and Aramaic, Aramaic, which they don't speak anymore. And then when everything else was transcribed, they transcribed it in their own language, their own way, and things changed. Period. So we're going to get into that later, but I'm answering this question. So basically, this scripture says that Yahudi wants a sign from the Most High. I don't know why they want a sign. Their forefathers. We are in this lesson right now. We in Deuteronomy and we were in Numbers and um, Exodus and um, Leviticus. Did the Most High uh, show uh, Yahudi's forefathers directly what was going on? Yes, they do. Nevertheless, and remember I said this is the beginning of the end. Now we fast forward in the New Testament. Yahuda wants a sign. How you gonna want a sign when I showed your forefathers straight up me and them what was going on? You understand the insubordination and the hard-headedness and the stiff neck, the stiff neckness of Yahuda? Uh huh. This is why they in the situation they in. This is what I'm telling you. The children of Yahuda they don't listen to nobody. They don't look at their history. They don't listen to their forefathers. None of that. Hold on. So they require a sign. <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> they require a sign and the Greeks are sinking after wisdom. Child. <laughs> That's carnal wisdom the Greeks are seeking after because they believe themselves to be very intellectual. But what is carnal knowledge to spiritual knowledge? Nothing, <laughs> okay? So basically, Yahuda wants a sign from the most high and the Greeks want you to, and I'm gonna say it in regular terms, help me to make it make sense. That's what the Greeks is looking at. So right there, there's no faith. Okay. They basically say it. How can I believe in the things I, I can't see? And this is the Greeks is looking at it one way and um, Yahoo is looking at it a different way. And Paul is saying, we preach the Mashiach, who is Yahshua crucified. Okay. Until Yahudi, that's a stumbling block because they didn't believe in Yahusha and neither did the Greeks. And unto the Greeks, it's foolishness. I don't believe that. I be I'm an intellectual. I'm not going to believe that. Remember, this is faith they're talking about. We don't have faith in that. We can't see it. We can't touch it. We can't smell it. We can't taste it. Okay. All right. But unto them, which are called both Yahudi and the Greeks, Yahshua 
the power of the Most High and the wisdom of the Most High, they're not going to get it. This is what Shaul was basically saying. You ain't going to get it if you're looking for that. So now I'm back to the question. How can I believe the things that I can't see? Okay, now I've read the scripture to you. Now I'm going to say this. This is ignorance. This is my answer. Okay, I already read the scripture. Now I'm getting ready to give you my answer. For anybody to say, how can I believe the things I can't see? <laughs> There's too many things that you can't see that keep you alive that you don't think about. This is what I mean about thinking. Stay still and think about everything around you. Stay still and think about everything around you. Okay, I already told you a lot of people can't self-actualize. So this is what I'm, I'm going to ask you, the person who posed this question. Can you see air? But you're breathing air, right? Now, I want you to understand this. There's a lot of things that we can't see with the naked eye. But if we have certain things, if we develop certain things to be able to see them, they're there. Just like I said, if you're walking in the Ruach and the Ruach deals with you, he's going to give you tangible things to see. But your faith, you have to have faith first. You have to. Okay. Now, physical things, you don't have to have faith in, but it can still kill you. It could damage you. It could do all kinds of stuff. And I'm going to keep going. Can you see air? Nope. But you need air to breathe, right? Okay. The periodic table of elements has elements you can't see, but you need them to live. There are some things you can see on a periodic table. This is science, baby. I'm breaking it down anyway. There's a lot of things on the periodic table you cannot see, but you use them every day. And one of them is H2O. That's water. Okay. If they was both separated, you wouldn't even be able to see it. Not unless you did something to hydrogen. Oxygen, you can't see. Air, you can't see it. Okay? Water, you can see. But if you broke those elements down and separated them, you wouldn't be able to see. And you need water to live. You can't last three days without water. So that's another thing you can't see. That's something tangible you can't, you can't deal with unless you have the tools and the most high put H2O together for you to see it. But if it was separated, you wouldn't be able to see it. That's another thing. Can you see microbes? You can't see that either. But guess what? Microbes can kill you. Yes, they can. The bad flora and the good flora in your body can make you sick if there's an overabundance of bad flora in your body. Can you see it? No. You have to look at it through a microscope. And that's something that man has developed to be able to see things. With your naked eye, you can't see it. Okay? Can you see? The data on the computer, the zeros and the ones that make up everything on a computer screen. Can you see it? No, but it's on there. If you have different types of glasses or if you break the computer down in certain ways, you'll be able to see the zeros and ones. But can you see it with the naked eye right now when you see in your face or when you on certain screens or whatever? Nope, you can't see it. You can't even see the glare from the computer. Uh, but it tears up your eyes if you don't wear a special, um, if there's not a special screen on the computer itself, or if you don't wear those special blue glasses, you can't see that, but you believe in that though, right? Nine times out of 10, you using a computer screen, you can't, you, you can't see any of those things that's damaging your retina, but you're still using it, okay? Can you see the cloud? Can you see the cloud? And this is a wonderful, wonderful uh, um, example, simply because you want to know who the most high is. And if you, you can't, you know, I can't believe it if I don't see it, but you can, all your data goes up into a cloud. Where's the cloud? Where is it? Answer that question. Okay. And where does your data go? Even through the phone, where is it? Can you touch it? Can you see it? No, if it's up in the cloud, no. And technology, like when you build all these um, um, technical um, structures to hold all that data and all of that stuff, you still can't see it. When, you're, uh, when you program it to come out on paper or whatever you're doing with it, you'll be able to see it. But until then, you don't see anything. 
nothing. Even this recording. If I didn't show you a video, it would just be sound. So you can't see that either. But you believe in that and you use that technology every day in every way. Uh-huh. This is what I mean about sit and think about the things that you, you are seeing and feeling. Get in touch with your actual senses and you'll be able to understand. We do stuff um, without thinking. We neglect the things we see, the, um, the things we do all the time. Um, the scriptures say the whole world pro proclaims the most high and it does. When the air is moving back and forth, well, the air, the air is moving, but we can't see that either. When the trees is moving, when flowers are growing, all of that, that's the most high because his spirit is on it. And you talk about you can't, you ain't going to believe it if you don't see it. Vegetables that you put in your mouth is of the most high because it had a spirit and it grew and it was alive until you either cooked it or until you consumed it. It was alive. Did you ever think about that? Okay, like I said, wind. You can't see the wind, but the Most High says in the scriptures that wind is um, is the Ruach. Uh-huh, uh -huh. is his spirit. Yes, okay? Not the fact that things are blowing back and forth, but the actual wind, you cannot see it. What you can see is the result of what the wind is doing to a particular thing. You can't see the wind itself. You can't see it from the east, west, north, or south. None of that. You can't see none of that. Now, show me if you can. If somebody say, oh, no, you can't. Show me. Show me. Okay? Because <laughs> I'm a skeptic, too. Show me that you can see wind. You can't. You can see the result of wind. Particles that are being blown by the wind. Trees that are being uh, blown back and forth. You can see the result of what the wind is doing to them. But you can't see the wind in it itself. Okay? And the Most High says, it is what it is. All right? Can you see viruses? You can't see those either. <laughs> Not with the naked eye. You needed to make a device to be able to see how small it is. That's what I mean. Okay? I bet you believe in a virus, though. <laughs> okay? Before people... Let me just give you a, a, a really substantial point. 2019 to now. I bet you believe in viruses now. Uh, those people who didn't believe in viruses probably ain't here. Now, there are too many things that I name that you can't see. And people got a nerve to talk about, oh, I don't believe it if it's not scientific or if, <laughs> if I can't touch it or taste it or if it's not tangible. I'm going to keep going. Electricity. Can you see it? No, but it can be harnessed. You can see it if there's an electrical storm, but certain things have to take place in order for you to see that. Okay, but electricity in your house, you you ain't you you can't see that. You can't see it, but if you stick a device that harnesses electricity, you'll be able to use the electricity for whatever it is you need. Understand that. Carbon dioxide. Can you see that? No, you can't see it either. You cannot see that at all. But they make mix something in it so you can smell it. Uh-huh. You can't see it. And carbon dioxide, guess what? Plants need that to grow. You still can't see it though. <laughs> okay. Now, these are just some of the things that you cannot see that are, um, that are there, okay? So all these things, oh, I don't believe in the things I can't see. I think the most, the strongest point is the virus, especially since we've been going through this stuff since 2019. You can't see a virus, but it roamed around and killed a lot of people. Oh, yes, it did because you didn't believe that there was a virus, all right? Oh, that's a perfect example, perfect. But there's bacteria you can't see either and it will kill you. And this is what I mean. You must use your faith to be able to um, move forward to seek the most high, you have to. 
all this, oh, how can I believe the things I can't see? For those people who don't believe, and Yeshua said, um, they are they, they are people that's not going to believe it, and they're going to be taken by the, uh, by the devil. They will be. Because mm-hmm. like I said, it's only one or two places. It doesn't matter what you think. I think this is how it is. We are nothing. We are a blade of grass. We are living just a season. I already told you that. I go through this over and over. We just live in a season. What kind of authority do we have? Yeah, we got an opinion, but opinions are like butts. Everybody got them, and some of them smell. Okay? Some of those opinions stank. I say this to say your opinion doesn't mean anything. In the grand scheme of things, your opinion doesn't mean anything. So who cares? Nobody has to prove anything to you. The most high is who he is. He's going to get his last word. He's going to get his last say. He's going to do whatever he needs to do. He already chose who he chose before the foundation of the world. That's number one. Number two, um, if he didn't already choose you yet, he's tapping people on the shoulder. He said he's going to be doing this towards the last um, the last end of the book and end times. This is end times. We don't know how far we are to whatever's going on that's going to go down. We do understand that certain things need to take place. Like I said, it's like dominoes. One sets off and then another and another and one does cert- certain things to set off something else. This is what's happening. So um, whether you, whether you uh, believe it or not, those children that are still in that stage, because like I said, that's stage one. Some people is going to go to the left and some people's going to go to the right. And those people to the right are the ones that the most high is tapping. So if they say, oh, how can I believe the things I can't see? The most high is going to say, I'm going to show you. And you will be going through some things and it ain't going to be pretty and it ain't going to be cute. It's going to hurt. And you're going to go through things and you're going to have that self-actualization. But for those people who are saying, and they're going left, how can I believe the things I can't see? They're going to continue to be like that. And all of the things that's going to happen, they still ain't going to believe it's going to be the most high. Are they going to be quote unquote woke? Yes, because they're going to be less distracted. But are they going with the most high? No, they're not. So I hope that this answer answers your question. There's too many things that you can't see that whether you believe it or not, it can kill you. You see it every day. You don't slow down to consciously take it all in because everybody's still walking around doing whatever they're doing. They're distracted. The whole world's distracted. The whole world's in delusion. This is what the scriptures say. This is not me making it up. So from 2019, or was it 2018? No, it was from 2019 to now, it's a little slower. It was at a standstill in 2019 to 2020, 2021. Now we in 2022, we're starting to get back into our um, back into our routine. But from the standstill to slowly getting back, you should have stopped to be able to see certain things. And people have. So you will stop being distracted from everything else in your mind. But if you stand still and just look at things and take everything in, just take everything in. Like I said, um, scientifically, it is called self-actualization, but spiritually, it's the Ruach dealing with you, okay? Um, You will be able to see all the miracles. You'll be able to see it. You'll be able to pinpoint it. And for those people who are less distracted that don't see all of that, you, you will see things too. Those are the people that's quote unquote woke, but they're not spiritually open because the Ruach deals with you. You'll be spiritually open and paying attention spiritually. But those quote unquote woke people, they still love the devil. They just stand, um, they just standing still and now they be able to see stuff because they was distracted. So, um, the question, how can you believe the things you can't see? Things are happening every day that you can't see. You can't see air and without it, you're dead. You can't see a virus from 2019 to 20, um, 2022. Now, those people who believe there wasn't no viruses are dead uh-huh, and still clinging on to life. Understand that there's things that's beyond you that you could never answer. You would never be able to answer with your feeble thoughts, your feeble mind, and your feeble carnal knowledge. Carnal knowledge puffs up. It's not real. It's an illusion. Okay. It's a social construct by man who thinks that they know everything and they know nothing. 
is the scriptures, there's scriptures in the um, what they call the Bible that says, the more I believe, this is the person going high in spiritual knowledge, the more I believe I know in carnal knowledge, the more I know I don't know nothing. Yes. So it takes humility, it takes belief in order for you to understand there's so many things that's beyond you. Okay. And those people who believe, and there's a lot of people who believe that they know everything and that there's, there is an answer for everything, but you're not going to know that. That's in first John. You're not going to know that. No man can teach you. And the most high says no man can teach you because the most high is not giving out all that information. That's number one. And carnal knowledge puffs up and is nothing. Carnal knowledge is nothing. The angels always tell the prophets that when you want to know what's going on and why this is happening, why is that? If you can answer one carnal question for me, then I will answer all the spiritual questions for you. And they could never do it. When Yahshua said it to Nicodemus, he said it to the, um, to the apostles. You're not listening. You're not paying attention. This is what I mean. So for that person who said, how can I believe in things I can't see? I would say, slow down, open your mind and your heart and look around you. There's a lot of things that you can't see. The devices that you use every day, there's things that you can't see. If you really want to understand um, how things are, the things that you can't see, look at them. Look at your phone. Look at the data. Can you see the data? No. You don't know where it goes. Maybe it goes to a computer, but you still can't see it. You can't touch it. You can't smell it. Understand there's a lot of things that you utilize every day, that you do every day, that you can't see it, but you're still doing it. Think about that. And with that answer, I hope I answered your question. And um, I'm open for the next question. Thank you for submitting that question and enjoy your day. Keep the questions coming. Um, you can upload questions straight up to Spotify, or you can go to cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. And it's one word, C-L-I-F-F-N-O-T-E, letter Q, letter N, letter A at yahoo.com. Thank you for the question. Hi, we have a new email address and it's cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. Cliffnote, one word, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A at yahoo.com. You can send me questions, comments, concerns, or even let me know how I'm doing. Thank you. If you like what you're hearing, please hit the follow button so you can be notified when a new lesson is available. You can also upload a question or take a poll for more of your favorite topics. Thanks for listening.